Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've been doing very well. You are listening to another beautiful episode of Classified Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Ben. It's good to be back for about the 11th time already. Welcome to the club. You're listening to Evil Woman by uh, ELO. That's our new... I love that. Beautiful. Well... Once again, we have another change of location, don't we, Benjamin? It's just uh, this, we're adding to the list of places we've we've done the podcast. Where, how, how many places have we done? The cabin, which is the old faithful, the camp office, classy, off, so office of the cabin, and front of the cabin. We've done it in Luke's bedroom. When did we do front of the cabin? Uh, as in, uh, not in front of it, but uh, the uh, what was the, that? Yeah, with Doctor that, Who, we did it in like three Doctor different Who, we rooms. We also did it in uh, we did it in was my uh, my younger brother's room. Well, that went on for about five hours. We had to change the location up a few more times. Love that one. Done Camp Classy. Camp Classy was beautiful. A, a personal favourite. Until it got, it was until it got taken down. Yeah, but then now the chapter that chapter's ended. Yeah. Uh, we got um, we Classy got Fields. Classy Fields, which people that will make its debut that would have made its debut last week. Yeah, we're going for a very um, Stephen Moffat Doctor Who approach on this one. Each one's happening at a different space Dotted and time, everywhere. and it's up to you to figure out which one. I tell you what, whoever comes up with the chronological order of all the podcasts. Yeah. Is, is a prize of coming on the Classy Club a good enough a good enough oh, prize for that? Well, you, you reckon? Uh, to be honest, we've always said if you want to come on the Club... Basically, basically Eddie Larvin, if you're listening, f- figure out the chron- chronology, we'll have you on again for the Christmas special. How about that? We do talk about... So, let's give some context. Right now, what, what, what year is it? It's 2021. It's, it feels like f- this, this year's gone so quick. It's November of 2021 right now. Tomorrow, the first episode of the Classy, of, of the classy Club podcast comes out. So we only just agreed which one it was going to be. We went for Sunsets with Sam. Some sunset Sessions with Sam T. I think that's a beautiful one, though, because the first thing you hear is the birds tweeting. You got If you had the video, it would have made it a lot better, though. We did film it. That was, our, well, that's been, that was the first podcast we've ever recorded, is it? Yeah, it was the first we ever re- yeah, tried to record, on a at phone. least. Yeah, it stopped recording, but... Yeah, and brings us to now. I, 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 we're gonna. This series is gonna be because we don't talk about the series, the next, the ne- this, ne- the next series that much in that sunset sessions. But this series is gonna be an amalgamation of podcasts done over the summer of 2021, mm-hmm. and now, uh, really exciting stuff because around that, and I think you'll get get it when when you listen to these episodes because it's probably the biggest change in our lives we went over then, getting our. We're now working men. We are indeed Proper working, working men. men on on our careers. Uh, I don't think. Do you want Do you want to talk about our careers now, or I think say that for a different one? Or I think the, the difficulty with podcasts now, especially over time, I've gotten worse and worse and worse. It's about talking about myself. I'm not as good at that as I used to be. Yeah. No. I, I've always been very good at talking. I, I, well, yeah. Exactly. That's the difference between you and me. Is that you've grown more and more into that, and I've gone more and more into. I like hearing, and I like talking about food. Mm. Um, Lego sets. Do you have a favourite Lego set currently? Out of interest, no. I did want to ask. You but that, that reminds me. Uh, no, I, I always, I always just got loads of bricks and would just build uh, a set. Which so you had the multi pack, you had like the big mix box. Yeah, and there's a reason why da- Adam doesn't know about my favourite Lego set because certain podcasts. Oh, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. But you know, I used to just get a big, big amount of bricks. And I just build my own thing. I never really like following the instructions. I've always been a contrarian. Like, this yeah. bitch ass thing want to tell me what to do. I'm, I'm not doing that. That does sound like you. Anyway, where, where were you going? Oh, oh, I was going with this. I was, uh, I was going somewhere. I was. Oh yes, yes. I was going to say, uh, so Christmas is nearly coming. I'm actually about. I'm going to. I'm going to ask for Christmas a Lego set. What do you reckon I should get? Well, okay. I think recently in meme culture especially people like talking about Lego sets now they always go to the Lego Millennium Falcon yeah, as the go to what well, it's too much and it's too typical now everyone wants the Lego Millennium Falcon now for me when I was an 8 year old the set I always wanted was being a contrarian the the Imperial flagship now have you, have you seen this flagship yeah it's huge it's, like that it's absolutely massive it's got full sails it's got full decking it's got an under decking as well with about yeah. 12 cannons and it's like a grand no, it was about four hundred quid. Yeah, I, I, I want, I just want something, a small little piece to go on my desk. What do you reckon? I, I, oh, so they do. Um, if you want a small little piece to go on your desk, they do this thing where like it's not wonders of the world, but like almost like Big Ben, the Eiffel Tower. Big Ben. You can get like Big yeah, Ben. Well, I actually had the Big Ben set. Because that's going to be big. Have you still got it? I might do, but I can't promise you it's in a complete. That's fine. Set. Right? I'd have to find it. But, Maybe I've sold it. Uh, well, because Big Ben, 
Big Ben actually scaffold is actually going to get taken. Uh, going to be taken out. It'll be completed very soon. Actually, I think. Yeah, twenty-two. Four years is almost up. Yeah, it's, it's almost up. Maybe COVID affected that. It reminded me of the other day I was listening to a podcast and some people were talking about Britain and saying, "Oh, London shit." You go to see Big Ben. It's covered in stuff, and I was just thinking like, it's always covered in scaffolding somewhere. Big Ben. Uh, like. Well, that's what you're saying. So um, you're saying London is just. You go to London and it's just scaffold. The whole of England is just scaffold, and uh, fair enough. But, but there's so much more to London than that. What is there to London than that? What do you see in the great big city? Well, I'm there a lot with my job. Yeah. Uh, constantly, uh, it's the land. It's the land of opportunity. Uh, the other day, so I I, I I I take the train every morning to London. And it really opened my eyes because some I, I found about some people they get they go from they come from Isle of Wight every morning to London so yeah. wake up nice and early take the ferry across and then jump on a train and they'll and have a two hour train into London and they'll eat their breakfast on that train and dinner on that train so that's what I mean, I mean we wanted this episode to tease the ones coming in the future that's why our good friend Michaela yeah. came all the way to London was because he believed it was the land of opportunity. I think he took that back when he left. <laughs> he, he said he changed his mind. <laughs> it was. He said. He, I spoke to him the other day, and he said. Um, he, he said there's more opportunity in London than there would be in like Italy, but he, he he imagined it to be like what they say about America all the time, which we both know is not true as well. Yeah. But um, it's not all that. It's opportunity if you've got it in your heart. Uh, I think it's the same about a job search, which we whole of last year has been for us pretty much right now i um now i feel like i can i can i'm pretty damn good at, i could get myself a job but at the start of this year i was like it's impossible and it's like that's what it is like uh, i remember dad caught from like ben how have you not how have you not got this apprenticeship yet? I'm like, well they're not available and he's like it, you could make one available there's so many opportunities well i think there. it's because there's no one way of doing it I think you you either see it as there's multiple ways and you don't know which one to go down or you don't know any of them at all um, and everything, everyone's different. I think the one that was important for me is to find, and it's actually quite rare an employer that actually listens to what you have to say. They don't; they're not very common. Well, it's very hard. They're a dying breed. And we should have drew these curtains, but that's that's for another time. <laughs> I just realised I had to voice that. We didn't even say where we were today. We're in the poo room this time. The poo room. <sighs> We've recently got a caravan. Uh, well, not recently. Over the summer, some guy who used to do a. Uh, security and building works at the opera house he had to leave and he just had some he was living in a caravan and so we were, the whiskers were like yeah we'll take that <laughs> you've gone full traveling lifestyle now haven't you mate like oh that's a beautiful and you're, segue you toe fucking the other <laughs> that was there was definitely there was multiple references could, in there but I like that. Definitely imagine a, Whist- a Whistlecroft family meal and hearing Steve on the toilet whilst they're trying to enjoy their cri- cri- crisps actually, and cheese sandwiches. This is actually the first time I've been in the caravan for more than 10 minutes. I'm surprised you haven't recommended this before. This is the perfect we podcast just, setup. This is only, we, we only acquired, we acquired this in the summer and we were quite busy in the summer. We have no chance to actually do a podcast and stuff. Lots of people were like, why in the podcast out? Why in the podcast out? I was like, well, we're busy. We're busy blokes. We're yeah, not, so, we don't go to uni. We've uh, got far better things to do than to sit down and talk about meal deals all day. Although we would love that. That that is that is good fun. Well, I feel like I've matured with my meal deal opinions as well over the years. I think things I've, have changed now. We're gonna save that save that for a group podcast, I reckon. All right. Because you said you mentioned speaking of gypsies, I'd quite like to talk about the one and only Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. He's done us all proud, Mr. Tyson. He's done us all proud. If people, you're listening. Oh, I, lo- I love you, Tyson. I love you so much. He's a legend. And yeah, <laughs> very funny again. It's, it's so so odd when this podcast comes because in the Sam T one, we're talking about the Jake Paul Ben Askren. Well, we're, predict- we're predicting the Euros in the Sam T. And, the Euros. <laughs> and actually, me and Sam T both said that we would lose the final and then come back in the World Cup. And Did you listen back on that and confirm that? Yeah. yeah Fair yeah. enough. Sam was like, well, I think we'll go... Uh, we'll get to the semi-final. I think we might win the semi-final. But when I went, and I said, yeah, I, I, I think I said Gareth Southgate. He's a PE teacher, but he's a very good man manager. Very yeah. good man manager. He just hasn't got the footballing tactics to get us the win. And I, but I do see the boys maturing a little bit more and winning us the World Cup. I think I, I think that was a good a good prediction. That what a well, time that was. I think oh I think God, that's the, that's the first time and a single hint or glimmer of football hooliganism came out of me. It, I've never, I've never shown any interest in football. I've always said it's just a game. They kick a ball into a hole, and I stand by that in, oh, to some degree. Oh, do you? But, but 
the energy and the atmosphere that's created by a football game, I think is unmatched in this country. And I'm all there for that. Well, speaking of, and we'll go back to the Santi podcast. To ben Whistlecroft predicting the future once again. Amazing. That Santi podcast, listen to that. And that was early summer, after the summer. So in the podcast, I say, Adam's talking about kind of wanting to get back into football. You know, give it a chance, you know, because me and Santi rave about football. You just get Adam, this went out, and Adam just sits there, hands together, and just like, oh, the birds are tweeting. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm more interested in seeing what the birds are tweeting about. <laughs> than That's the why. Football. But in that podcast, I say, we've got to take you to a QPR game. Oh. Oh. Walkers, probably. Anyway, I, uh, we went to a QPR game. Well, that was, so for context, that was my 20th birthday. We went up to London and the, the, we, when it, we, we, went up, we went up in suits with no real intention of going clubbing either, just suited up. Just, you know, went full Barney Stinson. And um, I wasn't going to go shopping. Merit sat down and we're like, should we go well, shopping? Well, that's like, the issue. We all have different interests. I mean, I didn't think we'd end up at a football game. Well, but we're, still- at, we're at... I was thinking the audacity of Ben Whistlecroft on my 20th birthday to suggest going to a fucking football game. So I knew Sam would be up for it. Well, that's the th- it's, it was my 20th birthday, and you and then after that you have the audacity to want to go and watch the Arsenal game as well. <laughs> All right, and and um, which is far more ludicrous if you ask me. I was but, joking, but um, and um, but so anyway, one thing led to another. One pint, two pint, three pint. We're at Loftus Road oh. buying tickets for QPR now. I'll, I'll say it like this: I'd far rather watch a football game live than I would on telly. And when I mean when I mean, mean far, I mean flesh. I'd rather the TV be turned off. Like I, you just have to be there. Yeah. For me, I, you just have to be there. And the main thing is, I actually spent more time watching the the away fans than I did watching the actual football. But we it, watched it a cracking a we watched split. a cracking game. That first game, and I said I, I, I said I said there's going to be goals in this game. I think QPR have been on good form scoring mm. goals, and once like. Can't stop being right. But <laughs> if the Lord Almighty wanted me to get into football, you chose that the game. absolute perfect game. One nil up, one one, down to two one. Everything's getting rowdy as well. Two all, and then uh, no uh, disallowed goal. Yeah. Then two all. It was 80th, then 80th minute win, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. It was insane. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. The scenes. And then rain coming down. Brilliant. Oh yeah, but who cared about the rain? That was an insane no. game. Then after that, I think the consistency at QPR's slowly drops. You know, there's a lack of energy and communication amongst the players, and we've still seen some good wins, but we saw a draw the other day, which um, which was quite heartbreaking. It, it was. So we then we went to a second game QPR. That was a as, that that was as good a game as well you could get on a midweek uh, midweek ting, and it was still fairly packed, fairly busy. And a one 0 win for QPR, we love that, you know. And you know they sing there, "Take your time, take your time." Queens Park Rangers, so such a good tune. <laughs> Lots of good. We got into all into the songs. Anyway, and and then the most recent one, on Friday night one. Instead of going to Jess's birthday in uh, in Oxford, fuck that. I'm sorry, I, I could not do that. I, I could not travel to Oxford and do that. I was too tired that week. We have the advantage that the the chances of Jess Muscat or anyone associated with with that Oxford group won't be listening anyway. Well, Amber, we're listening, hundred percent. What's up, Amber? But yeah, no. It was. I, it was too, to be fair, though, we tired. we'd been on countless uni tours at that point. Yeah. We don't go to uni. The best thing we have is getting in Wendy, hitting the road, and stopping off at the nearest university. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I love Wendy so much. I'm such a slut for a Wendy. Wendy's a slut for I, everyone. I, she I, she, I, lo- she all loves all young me. I train all the way back. Take the train all the way back. Get into Wendy. Slap her ass. Off we go. And I'll, up to Bath. I don't drive anywhere. It's just Wendy. It's just Wendy. Yeah, you, I don't have to do anything. You are um, you you are a mere vessel of her of her enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, beautiful. You know, uh, where were we going with that? We were talking about not, <laughs> not being able to go to Oxford. Well, at that point, I was emotionally, physically, energetically depleted. Mm. Yeah, but no, I was as well. one QPR game and we're up and up and running again. Makes the weekend, and then we had not. I had a nice, I had a nice relaxed weekend that weekend, and it was lovely. I, I never used to appreciate a lazy day. Never used to appreciate it because I, 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 but since since starting my new job, a lazy day. I, I've now started. To, it helps. It, it's the autumn internationals are on for the rugby because that's what I used to. I love that. Mm. But we need to go see a rugby game. You'll love a rugby game. I do again. You're allowed a pint. Uh, in the in the stadium and the state and they're both fans. I, I probably have more fun watching rugby on the telly than I do football. So I guess when I'm watching an actual game, far more entertaining. Uh, not necessarily. It's less rowdy. It's less rowdy. Ah, uh, it, it's that's it, difficult. No, uh, the, the football football is is rowdy. F- 
I don't know. Even, even they're Sam, both really but good. even Sam Teal has given out a few wanker signs at the QPR oh, game. Hundred percent. I think I, I've started now when I'm watching a game from home. I'll, I'll be sitting at the team watching the TV, and the other team will miss, and I go just turn to my left and start wank- doing the wanker sign. No one there. Not not Claire <laughs> doing the knitting or something like that. Oh, yeah, I've got to be mindful of that. But when you get, it, I'm not okay. First, no, I'm not going to say it. What are you going to say? I can understand wife beaters to a little bit. You know, you come back from a football. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Explain that. You don't even have a wife. Well, it's, that's a joke, by the way, guys. I, I wouldn't dare uh, punch. See, there used to be a time where we wouldn't even... Ooh. That was my speaker. Uh, there used to be a time where we wouldn't even air that and we'd have to film and in- record an entire interlude. Yeah, no, uh, um, that's that's fine, people. There's context behind it. But what I'm saying is anyone, actually, anyone, I'll, I'll just say violence. I can understand violence after football games or, or during because you're in amongst that crowd and it's really going through it and then they score a go and you're just like... Why are you getting Larry? Why are you getting Larry? <laughs> oh, QPR. That was a full-on purge when we left the stadium. Oh, man. Those, the Nottingham Forest. I saw, I, I Nottingham Forest supporters are some I of the I saw a guy get into a fight with a fag in his mouth. Mate, and then the mounted policeman came running down. It is, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I would it's suggest gr- I anyone goes to it. What, you mean watching a horse beat the shit out of a, a football hooligan? Now, that is entertaining. One time, me and Sam T went on a run through central London, came across a Brexit march. Oh, yeah. Now, left wing, right wing, doesn't matter to me. They're both pretty corrupt. But when I see a political march and the police get involved, you have to stand back and watch. I was there for a good hour. That's history taking place. Now, horses will win in the majority of fights, okay? <laughs> I remember one time I, I was out once, and um, I was on a date, actually. We were walking along along um, somewhere. and I He's a lucky boy. <laughs> anyway, I saw, I saw um, a duck and a dog have a fight, <laughs> and I had I'd, whoever I was with, I was off. I was I stopped and watched a dog and a and a duck have a fight. Don't spoil it. Who do you think won? Yeah, it was, uh, I was like, everyone. This is, this is have a think. Hmm. Uh, so I've seen Holly. Holly no, no, no it wasn't a duck. It was a swan. Okay, okay. Swan changes the game. Everyone, everyone heard the old adage that that a swan can break your fingers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so like, isn't it like the swan's neck? No, I thought it was like it pecks it and it can I, break your fingers. I heard, the, I heard the swan's neck can break your wrist. I think that's true. What, like a boa constrictor? I don't think swans would do that. I think I thought it's just it, its bite could bite your finger. I, I heard think, the neck though is really strong, man. I heard if it swings the neck like, or is it? No. Have you ever said in the next in the next breath? People then say, that, "Oh, the queen owns every swan." And one of those comments, one of those comments is, is false, and one is true, and it's the queen one that's true. <laughs> I when I used to row. Um, Shout out James Casement or James always used to hiss at the swans. And then we'd always get it would always be really good for us to practice our racing starts because James would hiss at the swan and the swan would chase us and then James would just hiss. And to be fair, James would win. James, James would, would out hiss the swan. Have you seen that video of the guy and um, they're out they're on a boat and they're out fishing, the guy chucks a, a, a fish into the water and then a, a pelican comes flying in to get it and he just jumps onto the pelican. So good. But who won? the owner t- tugged the dog away but the swan I think the swan should know its own strength and it shouldn't be it was a small little dog oh, and the dog was barking at the swan and the swan was hissing back we got to the point where you know swans actually have quite sharp teeth they don't have teeth it's a bird birds don't have teeth swans have teeth I'll get a picture up birds don't have teeth they hiss and they have teeth swans teeth no what that looks weird no birds don't have uh, swans don't have teeth Um, they have very small little I've got a picture here. No way. Very small little teeth like that. Like oh. On the side. And the side They're of their not, beak. Obviously not like jaws or anything no, like that. But they do look, you see? Yeah, they're like bristles. So, it's like a, like a toothbrush. Adam. Inside like, their mouth like a toothbrush. Bristles? Yeah. Is, is that you trying to make a joke? or? No, I'm just trying to, you know. All right, you, said, you seemed really, you leaned in no, no, and no, made no, excessive no, eye contact. No, where's where's yeah. my toothbrush, Adam? Your toothbrush is right there, you div. Brilliant! No, I've just I wanted to know where my toothbrush is. Thank you, Adam. Brilliant. I, you don't I, need to know why I have Ben's toothbrush, yeah, by no. the way. Well, like, all you need to know is it, it vibrates. So, uh, that, yeah, that's why... My I, brother uh, actually has a, a manual toothbrush that vibrates. An acoustic one. An acoustic one, yeah. An t- acoustic toothbrush that vibrates. Other than it's not acoustic, it's electric. But it's not. It's not in the same formation. Imagine, like, you know, like my bamboo one. Yeah, Imagine no, that, I, but it vibrates. I, I understand that. It's strange. I, I do need to get I need to get some bamboo thing. I want to get bamboo hairbrush, kind of like in um, Blades of Glory when he brushes his hair 
excellent at times with the uh, with the with the uh, this this hairbrush. So good. I love that. I think it's brilliant. But anyway, back to the Swan lost. The Swan won. I'd say morally the dog won because that was a tiny dog. Morally. The dog the, had balls. The, yeah, the dog had balls, and the swan really he wasn't got balls wasn't, like King Kong. In the swan's defence, though, the dog was pulled away the second uh, the swan engaged. I got a factoid about dogs. Mm-hmm. So, what is the meanest dog? I know you're asking me this because you own German Shepherd. No, what is the meanest dog? I'll tell you. It's a so the song "Bad Bally Roll Brown." It says. Meaner than a junkyard dog. Junkyard dog being apparently the most meanest dog. Well, it sounds like a mean dog though. Yeah, he had to change the lyrics. It was originally Holocaust dog. Did you know that Holocaust guard where, dog? Where did you learn that? It was originally a Holocaust guard dog. Where did, where did and you he learn? tried to change it to uh, junkyard dog. Is this an actual fact? Or is, fact. This, or is this like when you say save it for Ron and yeah. you don't even confess that it's a joke? You just say it and then it's just let, let let the moment pass. Anyway, so what's a Holocaust dog? So, uh, um, so they had guards in the camps, uh, and they had guard dogs. So, now, you're, so if that's, that's a... not the meanest dog around, you're anti-Semitic. <laughs> Fact. Move on. Uh, we were getting somewhere. <laughs> we were, what guards? To well, we were talking swans about and swans and. Well, things. I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, but the, the we dog. went from somewhere, and I had something I was going to say, but uh, must have not been important. Football. Well, we were originally talking about Mr. Fury, and I wanted to ask you actually about the whole Jake Paul situation because I've heard a few different, different opinions on that. I think Tommy Fury is going to do. He's been trained by uh, Tyson. I had a dream that Tommy Fury lost the other night. You had a dream, <laughs> dreaming of Tommy Fury. <laughs> Jesus, fair enough. <laughs> no, I, I saw the I saw the press conference, and I, I and Tommy Fury looked. He held himself well. He uh, he. When he when he was chatting shit to Jake Paul, Jake Paul was silent. Back in 2017, I wouldn't have found anything nice to say about either of the Paul brothers. After Logan did, funnily enough, after Logan got smashed up by KSI, I started to like him quite a lot. I thought Lo- Logan's very funny, and I always used to thought Jake's the arsehole. Now it's gotten to the point where I think Logan's arsehole. Internally, they I think they probably are both arseholes, but this is the thing. You can still love an arsehole. Oh, no, I love Jake Paul. Look at people that choose arse over boobs. You can still love an arsehole. <laughs> I love, Despite the, I love And Jake I never Paul. get that either when people talk about arse over boobs because, like, the arse, like, you know, shit comes out of that. Like, no one ever brings that into the yeah. equation. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, I'm. That is something people need to... Cause people are into shit. Yeah. Scat fetish. Let's get this shit. Let's no, get this no, shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, hang on. Yeah, sorry. Scat... You know there are people that are attract, sexually attracted to the song Scatman? Me being one of them. Okay. Type up scat fetish to find out more guys. <laughs> that was not... Uh, yeah, Ski do it. Do it. Ba, 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 <laughs> do it. Ski ba, 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 da. Yeah, it's a real condition. If you do, please please hit us up on the DMs. We're here to help you through that. Um, <laughs> any, anyway, we went through a few, a few different conversations there. Yeah, we, 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 we talked about Jake Paul being an arsehole. Jake Paul, uh, now, I love him. I think he's brilliant. He's a marketing genius. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. And I was talking to this about Sam the other day, but Sam, Sam was saying, we need Sam here to defend himself and all jokes aside, but he was saying that Jake is a disgrace to the sport of boxing. In a sense, yes. In a sense, in a sense, yes, um, he is, because he's he, he's not a professional boxer. He's not, no. And he's mugging off. What he's doing, so perfect, like, you couldn't have planned a better rise. He thought, he literally nearly lost to Deji. Uh, you know, goes back to the drawing board for a bit, fights a, bo- a, a basketballer, then some elderly um, MMA fighters that are distinguished. You know, you're laughing. That's like, it's like fighting journeymen. So mm. Tommy Fury, he's been fighting journeymen, proper boxers, but journeymen, so people with only losses on the record. Now, you compare their records, you can't compare them because one's fighting actual boxers and one's fighting celebrities. Yeah. But you can't, it, it, look, it makes sense, to, to, it actually makes sense to say that Jake Paul's got the better resume. Yeah, I think anyone who's less than Jake Paul gets them emotionally has lost already because... That's what he wants. That's the re- that's no one would be watching these fights if they didn't want to see him lose. And, I'd rather and I, watch I'm Jake. People are so stupid, man, because no one notices this. No one understands that this is actually the ideal outcome for him. They what? think they think that all this hate towards him is like what he doesn't want. I think it does get to him a little bit. But if it if it did, I think Jake. What's Paul's, the thing? Jake Paul's the, not, celebrity goes. Why am I getting? Why am I still getting hate? Jake Paul. I think in his heart he, he wants to be. He no one wants like, to be disliked. He, does, he doesn't like how his brother 
who hasn't actually changed, I think, for a fact. I don't think he's changed. He's yeah. still uh, on drugs and going to all these parties and stuff. All he'll do is he started a podcast. That's about it. He went on the, he went on the True Geordie podcast. Anyone can be normal for an hour. Yeah, but Logan's actual fake. YouTube content used to be pretty funny. Oh, it's brilliant. No, it's don't get me wrong. Okay. I, I okay. liked him before. You're, you're not going to find me judging any, any apart from Kanye, apart from any celebrity on their actual personality. I'll only judge them on what I'm presented mm. with so obviously deep down a lot of these people are going to be absolute twats I'm, I'm not pretend that but what they put out is the stuff I see and that's the stuff I'm actually quite interested in oh, well, Logan I, was very entertaining during 2018 2019 I think he's brilliant I, 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 I actually preferred him then to, to now because now he's he's doing the AJ he's saying stuff and he doesn't actually mean it so well, he, he doesn't put anything out he just, um, he's just doing NFTs he just wants to make money well, there's lots of things that he says and I'm, I'm like you don't actually believe that so for one he was uh, talking about um, transgender thingies whatever and it just seemed fake fair play you know uh, and, uh, and I think but I look at it and I go are you saying this because you believe this or are you saying this just to get in people's good books mm. like a businessman I respect that even uh, but Jake Paul, I think Jake Jake Paul doesn't have a filter, and I think that's brilliant. I think you don't need a filter. I'd much rather have seen Floyd Mayweather versus Jake than uh, Logan versus Floyd. Logan versus Floyd was a shit fight. It was a sideshow yeah. than actually the Jake Paul Floyd thing. There was it was a better the better fight. Gotcha. Was, the better fight was Jake versus Floyd in the park it, it parking lot. So, it was so that's the thing. <laughs> that, how can you not find that funny? Like you, you sometimes you can, and I know you make fun of me for saying this all the time, but sometimes you can enjoy something for what it is. Yeah. Like you, you can take a step back and okay, just pretend it's a cartoon character or something. If Jake Paul was a cartoon character, everyone would love him as the anti-hero. It is. You He's, don't know Jake Paul personally. Yeah. So they are literally. It's hilarious. It's he took Floyd Mayweather's hat. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's hilarious. And everyone knows Floyd is as self-conscious as it gets. Gacha hat is just. Uh, Mate. No, the best thing is when you can hear him in a headlock and he still goes, Gotcha, 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 I gotcha, hat. Brilliant. You know, Apparently, it reminds me of that Peter, Peter Griffin thing when he's the hat's between the two lugs and uh, uh, Chris is waiting there. He's like, It's like cool hat. He's like, Oh, look, a hat. Peter goes, Oh, free hat. He goes and grabs the hat and his head gets crushed by the lugs <laughs> and he's wearing it cuts to later. And Peter goes, Hat. With, with a fucked up skull. He's like, Hat. I got my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I chose brown because it's the colour of the pool. pool. <laughs> That's not actually in Family Guy, by the way. It's not, but it was edited so well you would think it was. Any Among Us meme is a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, but... Yes, no, sorry, this one's being shot at in June, not November. It's not November. <laughs> That's the thing, you, you still find us talking about things that are, like, relevant months and years ago. Mm, yeah, well, we're st- we still like Chungus, don't we? Well, Chungus is still... I, I had about five... Like not about ten minute conversation with my family trying to explain to them the chronolo- the chronological re- relevance of Chungus in the meme world. My dad doesn't get memes. I, uh, I, I but when you take a step back, it actually doesn't make sense why like E was so funny for so long. Well, that yeah, that was the that was the deterioration phase of memes. But I'm t- I'm I'm talking like I sent my dad a basic one. So my dad said uh, a normie. You sent him a normie meme. I I, I sent him literally reaction face with wording, and it was so uh, the one it was it was a uh, oh hang on. Uh, Oh, I was talking about tea, making tea. My dad wasn't wasn't pleased with the tea he got for me in the that I made for him in the morning before yeah. I went to work. Anyway, I said uh, I was arguing my case, and I think quite beautifully because my dad thought I'd I'd uh, let, let, left the tea bag in there too long, and I know for a fact I didn't. Mm. Anyway, Tom and Luke pipe up and said, "Oh, well, you can make us a tea in the morning. Where's my tea?" Blah, 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 blah. And then I sent the Sam T photo of Sam T quite drunk or something. He's sitting there in your car, and it, with his arms crossed or whatever, and it's captioned, "Are you being for real?" Like, yeah, some of people would know about that's it. A Gretzky, that's a Gretzky. That's a Gretzky-generated meme. That, it's that's a beautiful photo. It's amazing. I use it all the time. If someone's being a dick, you just go, "Are you being for real?" And that and was then, on the way back from the Bali Mo Beer yeah, Festival, that's and that's in the back of Claire Whistlecroft's car as well. <gasps> yes, that was the Bali Mo Beer Festival next year. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Beer Festival. It was Twist Fest. Twist Fest, even better. And the, uh, this weekend we've got Bali Mo. That'd be good. Fun. What what day is that? Uh, I don't know Saturday or something because I, I can't do Friday. You want to know why I can't be do Saturday? Friday? On Friday, me, my brother, and sister are doing a three-hour run. It's a challenge. We're doing it in Sheer Woodland, where it's a five-k lap, and it's you have to see how many five-k laps you can do in three oh, hours. It's the Cooper Run. Essentially, it's well. I was a boss at the Cooper Run in school, so I have no fear. You were the front group. 
I was the front group. I made a yeah. I, I was I was a, I was an, I made a pact with uh, Ben Isaac and Max Tate when we did the Cooper and we just said we're going to just stick together at our pace, we'll yeah. do as a team and go at the same speed as each other. And we all did that. And then at the end, we all said, "Now we all need to go for it." And we all man, we all managed yeah. to. Get Cooper, Cooper Run was a class school event. I only did it once, and I enjoyed it. You know, uh, bleak test is is quite good as is fun as well. The only one it's I fun. didn't like, the yeah. only one I didn't like was actually the fifteen hundred, the eight hundred, and the four hundred. Those are the three things. When Sir said we're doing that, I was I was actually I would actually dread. Eight hundred's difficult because that is like such a fine line between a fast sprint and a well four hundred as well for me because it's a sprint the whole time. Uh, I actually I've got not not PTSD but like. Nearly when, because I remember I was being a I was I was school runner in year eight. Yeah. And it's still well, the whole of the whole throughout school. I'd just do any sport there was. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and beads and creeds. I see him walking up the. I can hear some random guy walking up the thing. And he goes whistle. We got a we got a school athletics thingy whatever uh, next tomorrow. I need someone to do the four hundred. Mm. And you know I was like. Ah, yeah, I, I was like yeah I'll definitely do the four hundred. It's a bit of a sprint. I quite like doing the sprints. Anyway. I get home and Tom was like Ben you fucked up 400's the worst one you've got to sprint the whole time and I was like no it's a jog then a sprint and he was like no 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 that's the 800 you want to do it you're doing the 400 it's just a sprint and I was like mad anyway I turn up I'm doing it with Sean Hunt it says go and I was quite on an outside lane it says go mm. I start running and before I even finish the, the corner Sean Hunt who was on the inside lane had already overtaken me yeah <laughs> I was like mad <laughs> I'm fucked See, like, I I never competed in running during school. I can't can't relate to that. Oh, mate, no, I, I, I wasn't a runner back then. I competed in everything. The school swimming as well. I remember the pay. I had a I had a painful experience. I had to. I was lucky that the year above Tom's year, all then Sam Wilcox was there. This was when Sam Wilcox was fat. When Wilco was fat, Fat Wilco was the best. Mate. Fat Wilco would have been a better rapper than Skinny Rip Wilco. Imagine Wilco. Imagine imagine S Wilco but fat. S Wilco but fat was funny. A very funny human being. But I mean, um, as as a rapper, that's like, that's like the incarnation of Biggie. That oh, would have been cool. Love him. Brilliant. Shout but out. This, yeah, this was back in the day, back in the day. You and me, babe. Anyway, no, uh, sorry, that was fucking. S. Wilco, when he was fat, it was in the relay. He came to the swimming event. This was back when hmm. Mr. Houston was there. And Hughes, Hughes, bag of anyway, The relay, <laughs> the relay is, is, is on its way, and it gets to like the third one. It's Wilco steps up on the diving board to dive in. <laughs> he jumps, <laughs> arms out, belly flop. Well, that he 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 went to the Adam Goretzky school of diving. Then it was the, that's what you learn on the first in, day. In front of is, every, in front of everyone, is you, you try and do a front flip, regress it halfway through, and then oh. flat out into a starfish again. That's that's there's no better way to dive than do that. If you if you're looking for attention at a swimming pool for all the girls, that's what you do. It was like the spectrum as well. So yeah, it was like third leg, Howard in like third because it was just a group of rugby lads who just turned up for some swimming. Yeah, and then you just and then as one goes, yes, dives. Goosh, everyone just starts like absolutely God, brilliant. There's no better life in the party than a fat cannonballer. Uh, mate, or yours fat, is the best though. Um, we can, we probably explained this story on that one here before. We've spoken about it loads of times, but it's a great story. So it's a great story. Adam, so I actually have a, a slight, slight fear of jumping from high places. I well, don't like jumping from high places. I just remember it so vividly. We had a lovely day at Spectrum, playing I'd sit, playing it in, in the Spectrum. So good, Having going on the flumes. Max Cornish and Omegle. Yeah, Max Cornish, oh, if you're listening, classic. I don't forget anything. Ever, ever. Classic days, and yeah, I got. I just jumped, jumped off the top one. Had a great time. And Adam goes, Ben. He turns to me and jumps. He goes, I'm going off the not the top one. It was. It, it was, was not the, the top it one. It was the jumpy. It was the springboard. The the middle springboard. When I tell the story to people who weren't there, it's the top one. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, you know, middle springboard. You say, yeah, I'm doing a front flip. And we were like, this is unheard of. Adam doing a front flip. We were like, this is no. this was the least athletic I've I've ever been in my entire life. Keep in mind, this was. And you're looking, you look at your the conference on you. I'm like, he's gonna do it anyway. You start jumping, and then you go in the air, and then you turn like you tuck, and you turn. He does a ninety degree turn. So he's and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, it's like a, tuck, verti- a vertical cannonball a, almost. You, yeah, well, yeah, a vertical cannonball. It looks like in my mind, I'm going. I, I actually, I remember saying to Jones, he's gone for a cannonball. He's gone for a cannonball. And he's obviously panicked. <laughs> <laughs> he's it's, vertical. It's like, mad how much can happen in point three of a second. There's <laughs> so much different conscious of thoughts that go into jumped, that. Tucked, rotated ninety, horizontal to the water, in a tucked position, and just at the end, my man opens. <laughs> <laughs> I wish someone filmed it because actually, 
like many things I do, unintentional, but actually quite impressive. Actually quite that, impressive. It was a feat of some... And I remember... <laughs> so, not to some of you that don't know Adam personally, Adam, on his highs, is awesome to be with. You know, no parallel for energy and stuff like that. Adam on a low, it's just nigh on depressing. And this Where, man... Where's this come from? You came... Because you came out... Um, bear in mind, we've been playing it and had a, such a great day. Up until that point, and it was still a great day, but you come out, you were, and we're like, Adam, are you alright? Adam, and you're like, I'm, I'm fine. And then we just carry on jumping in, you just see Adam standing next to the water. <laughs> just, just like... It's because any contact with anything colder than my body temperature at that time would sting you were, horribly. You were red as fuck. And he's just standing there like this. And it's like a... In my defence, at least my body actually matched the rest of my face for once. <laughs> you literally, you, were the imp- you finally went Gorecki red. That's yeah. that's like you ascended. Yeah. And yeah, I just remember the rest of the day you were just walking about, just kind of in a haze. You were just uh, you'd left your, your quite literally your soul had left well, your. The body. lifeguard had to come in. He was so worried about me. Yeah, it, it was mad. He went full Sam Wetton on me. Yeah. It... <laughs> Do you remember that? No. But uh, where was it? Um, when we went rugby tour. Yes, and and the lifeguard went in for Sam. Oh mate, rugby tour uh, year seven one when uh, I generally thought I was going to drown because Sam, Adam, we didn't go in year it was year, year eight, eight year eight and year eight, nine. Yeah, I yeah, and uh, maybe in, yeah. Adam Bater Brown. No, I think I thought it was year seven and year eight. Doesn't no, matter. it definitely wasn't year seven. I didn't play rugby in year seven. Oh yeah, okay, year eight and nine. And I remember uh, Tom saying, "Oh Ben, get a bear hug from Adam Bater Brown," mm. and I was like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> in the pool, I was like, "Adam Bater Brown." Give us one of your finest. Picks me up. He was like, absolutely, Ben. No, he's a lovely guy. Friendly giant. <laughs> I genuinely thought I was going to die. I just started <laughs> just like, ah, I'm dying. And this was back when people, and this was at Rugby Tour, when people were doing limpet. Yeah. Where they just grab onto you yeah. and just go, I'm a limpet. Yeah. And just like, look at, look out of me. Yeah. Uh, I remember, well, we went, it was at Pontins, wasn't it? Pontins, Campers Hands. Actually, in hind- I've seen a few actual, um, they've been sued quite a few times now if you look on their reviews page if you look on their Instagram pages there's not a single friendly comment regarding oh, we need to go back to Pontins though got... Pontins is an absolute shit hole. I know but <laughs> we've got to even, do it even I like going to places which are a bit shit ironically like I like that or even unironically but Pontins is genuine like STD whatever it, whatever you want to call it fun- fungi growing left right and centre yeah but oh, I, I yearn for because it was so good we'd play knock down ginger on people's things like I'm pretty away. sure Ben Isaac jumps through someone's window that who like we didn't know to get the mascot. To get no, the no, ma- no, it was to get the mascot. Ah, uh, the mascot. I still have that the, the arm of the mascot, the monkey. Really? I still have it. Uh, that's amazing. Because I, I, me and someone. The oh. audacious plays that were involved there. Because I remember one time. So I remember Josh Conway doing an ISIS beheading on. Yep. On, <laughs> on, on, on it would always turn off into literally just a full-on fight. <laughs> just a full-on fight. And I remember, I remember thinking a bit, and I'm going, oh, I've got a bit, I've got a bit. I just turn around, just see all the year above turn and like, Now what's now his, fucking run? What's, <laughs> what's his name? All right, I remember. I think it was Tyrone. No, 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 it was me. Yeah, okay, but it was me. And Tom Marvin and maybe Josh Convey inside of one of the, the rooms. Yeah, yeah. And, and in the window, we had all the year, yeah. year nines banging on the window. And we we're making them kiss up against the window. <laughs> now, it was Ollie something. Ollie something. in the year above. Not Ollie Gibb. Was it Ollie Gibb? Oh, Gibber. Gibby. Gibby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out of. <laughs> he was hiding in the no, closet. No, that was Tom. No, no, it was Tom. No, no, so. That was not. No, that no, was no, not your brother. No, no, no. That was no, not your brother. Because I, I, I was in there as well. I remember. No, no. Sorry. I think it was Ollie Gibb no, no, hiding you, in the so, closet. No, so you had you had one person hiding in the. Uh, so they had one person's thumb. But that strategy was unreal. No, 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 yeah, so you had Tom hiding under the bed. Yeah. Tom. No, no. Ollie Gibb. Uh, Gib, Gibby hid under the bed. Yeah. And Tom was in the toilet. Yeah. And Tom Hughes walked into the toilet and was talking and whatever. Yeah. And still didn't see Tom, who was hiding, literally lying down in the Bath. Yeah. Gib comes. Yeah. And it, it, I remember because like, uh, Tom Marvin had this big thing of like meso mix. Yeah. And all of a sudden, someone comes running out. Both Me- of them come running out. Meso mix. You know what meso mix is? It's a drink. No. Oh yeah. No. Sorry. I'm thinking of a text mix. Uh, the the the, the um, pick and mix. No, it was a crisps, the crisp mix. Yeah, Meso mix is, is a mixture yeah, between Coca Cola and Fanta that you yeah. get in Germany. Shout out Elias. I was thinking a text mix. Um, anyway, this is big bag of crisps. Ollie George, uh, Ollie George, sorry, uh, Gib, Gibby sprints out, and Tom, this bag of crisps just goes shump and loads yeah. of crisps go over it. I think I do remember that. Bit, and then yeah. it, that's when it turned into a fight. That's when everything just turned in. Well, I remember, yeah, because it was just me and a few others in this room. I don't know how I was in there, but everyone else was knocking on the window trying to get in. And we were like, well, we we want now. There's no way this, the tyres yeah. can change here. 
and people were just hiding inside the entire time and came out. And I think strategically that was really impressive, especially for like a group of like what fourteen year olds. Yeah, no, Tom and Tom and Tom and just came out of nowhere and just mugged us all off, opened the door. I just remember getting absolutely like gangbanged almost. Everyone was just on top of me. Yeah, because there were so many people in that room, and then Tom and Tom and give fair play to them. That's a rugby tour. I I yearn for that. I remember you say rugby tour, rugby tour, uh, the school rugby tour, Mm. Cub Camp as well. That's thing I got really nostalgic about. It's good uh, because Zach went on Cub Camp. over the summer and I was like oh man they can make Cubs so much better man I think well for us it was brilliant for Cub Camp because we just we just play in the woods that were down and we just play it or yeah. you'd sharpen your you'd have, a, you'd have your thing so you'd sharpen a spear and we'd play swords and spears and whatever I remember an absolute heated battle with Alex, Sean and Brown yeah Cubs was real cool but yeah no it's, it's good fun. we've that that has probably been one of the longest like what just happened then was just that was that was thirty five to forty minutes of just constant discussion there. It's quite mad. I'd be surprised if people have kept up with that. Maybe. I mean, are we still recording? We're still recording, mate. Wow, that's quite impressive. I haven't stopped. We're at forty minutes. I can't remember the last time we actually put out an episode just you and me. Would have been the grand return. Yeah. Should have called this one the grand return, considering the other one we'd just not done an episode for a month. Well, we can call this the grand return. Grand return too. No. Because Santi's Santi. No, no, Santi's first, and then and then we'll go the grand uh, return. Uh, no, because I like the subtlety of it. Or I, we do this one first. Uh, no, no, no. No, I've we already, made the already put on the Instagram. Santi's yeah, we made the decision. Santi one. I just think that one's a really nice first episode because like you start off, you've got the new microphones, you can hear the birds cheeping. Yeah, it's all beautiful. You've got the nice, nice Mac Miller music coming in, and we're just sitting down, and you don't feel like you have to catch up because we're just talking. We just go off and we this just talk. One's, this one's just been a fucking. But it's, it's not even like we're catching up though we're just talking but like what I mean is sometimes you don't want to have to catch up sometimes you just want to listen to a podcast class clubs back let's just listen see what they have to say let's chill all like this good now do excuse that someone's dealing with the bins the, the caravan's right out the back door <laughs> see if you're falling asleep and listen it all soothing ASMR sort of yeah I know effects almost hey that sounds good Because we originally, um, and I'm not sure if we do post it or not, but we originally, uh, we did film a first episode, and it was when we first got the mics, the new yeah, mics. Yeah, it was a good episode. Blue Yeti ones. It was a good episode. And I was, pl- I was just constantly, for one, I think we had like a 15 minute bit where I was just playing shit over my laptop. <laughs> what, <laughs> Funny noises. You were, you were trying out the old um, mixer. Yeah, and it was working <laughs> beautifully. Well, mm, it's almost like out. they don't know we're recording a podcast. Sorting out the bins. Hey, hey ho. Should we pause for a bit? Yeah, let's pause for a bit. I think we'd have the rest of the episode like this. I'm with you here, I think. You wouldn't have that in the cabin, would you? No, you wouldn't. The cabin's actually got thick walls. That is one downside to a caravan, actually. Anything that goes on outside or inside, you can hear. Do you reckon... Do you reckon we could fit a crocodile table on this desk? Oh, that's a guarantee. Crocodile podcast is. The, it's called a crocast. Crocast, sorry, cockcast. What? A cockcast. <laughs> crocast. This is actually the first ever podcast channel to have a crocast. So in a few yeah. years' time, when they're all doing it, we've we, we've recorded one. Whether we'll release that one because it got quite. That one got quite controversial. I can't remember what we spoke about. On so we we're, we're sitting there um, and we're just playing crocodile. Yeah. The nice sounds, everything. And all of a sudden, Evan goes, so yeah, Ben, Palestine and, uh, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's, that was a topic that was oh, quite no, hot wasn't at the time. That, wasn't that, wasn't that, it was, uh, so Ben, what's your opinion on, um, it was, uh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> need to be careful what I say here. I was actually meaning to ask you about the whole, if we're going Travis, Travis Scott situation. I think that's quite topical. I think it's quite topical. It is quite topical. Before we go any further, it's very unfortunate. And also on on that one, that same podcast in the Crocodile one, we spoke about uh, Boardmasters. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, the Travis Scott one's an interesting one. Come on, what's your opinion? I think, I think I was saying this to Sam the other day, I think in this day and age, people love to, um, 
people love to find someone to blame for these sort of things. And there's always someone to blame for these sorts of things. But I, th I think we're very we're very quick to jump to the the, the rich and, f and obviously there's actually video footage of Travis Scott trying to help some fans out by the way, which hasn't surfaced to the top of the internet. You wouldn't hear that because it's it's not it doesn't mean anything. I think people people like to forget the fact that headlines are there for you know financial gain and the, the same people complaining about Travis Scott the same people that complain about corporate greed and capitalism but when it comes to something that fancies their own ideas of things they'll ignore it and I think that's very much the same for the whole Travis Scott thing these, he these headlines are made out to make people look bad and that goes for every other person the chances are you don't like that you, you hear about it goes for all of them um, I, I think it's unfortunate but I think sh how, how involved do you think Travis Scott really is He's not. He was fucking on drugs, wasn't he? Well, exactly. But people he say, oh, he, he shouldn't have been on drugs and stuff like that. But we we can single out anyone who was responsible for that event and pick them apart as well. And at the same time, it also, I know Travis Scott's famous for egging his fans on and stuff like that. But it could have been easily have been Playboy Carty. Yeah. Could have been The Who years ago. You know, it, it could have been a lot of people who like to go ape shit. Well, the Hillsbridge is also no one's blaming the the footballers. No one's blaming Liverpool. No, 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 no well, they, they blame the club, yeah, but um, but no one's blaming the footballers. Oh, you're just playing football. Mm. Although they did actually help out in the end, but it was too late. And, you know, it, it's not a similar situation. I but think it's just an unfortunate event that happened. Uh, um, they oh. can be avoided, but... What's you doing uh, there, Ben? I'm searching something up that uh, is something to do with it. Let's listen to the rain. Yeah, just remember. And what I was about to say as well, it, it's. Um, oh, fuck, am I going to find it? Yeah, there we go. Uh, it's. <laughs> it's been two separate podcasts just then. Because we're joking about. Oh, no, some. But now we, we, we come back. It's because the rain started then. And, yeah, that, that, I think this is it. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm hoping this is the right video. Because it's not, man. So different. I'm not like you. You're a murderer. Well, to each his own. I chose my path, you chose the way of the hero. And they found you amusing for a while, the people of this city. But the one thing they love more than a hero is to see a hero fail, fall, die trying. In spite of everything you've done for them, eventually they will hate you. Why bother? Because it's right. Here's the real truth. There are eight million people in this city. Okay. What is that? That's, Batman? What? What is that? That's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man series. Right. Uh, that's very true. Tobey Maguire, Green Goblin. That's see. That's what people miss. You can't. You need to have a sympathetic villain. The last villain in the superhero film I've actually I've found good was Thanos because you actually understood what he was saying a little bit. That's what makes a good villain. Same with Joker. He was a lot of what he was saying was right. Mm. <laughs> you know, but you don't. What makes it so good? It, it's um like in a. That's Do what Doctor Who was very good at. Doctor Who, when he says you sort of get the villains. And my favourite one is, is the the last episode of Doctor Who with Peter Capaldi. But uh, well, we'll that one. is the last episode. Yeah. we will talk about the flux in a minute because there's a few things. It's I looking wanna... good, but <laughs> we'll get into it. But um, yeah. Um, he says, uh, the Doctor says, he's with the First Doctor again, and the First Doctor is still just exploring, and he's like, I never understood why evil, uh, why good would always triumph, and triumph over evil, because throughout nature and all this and the other, mm. every pointer says that evil should triumph over good, but it mm. doesn't, and so we set off to explore that, and some would, some would like to say that they'd rather it actually just good just does. Some would say the good is the Doctor. I actually think they're one of the same things, but but it goes back to but, that. But it also goes to you know the, the the winner of the war writes the rest of the history. You know, so the perception of good over evil, evil over good, is sort of miscommunicated by who's actually won in the first place. And it takes and also the perception of who is good and who is evil. And perception, yeah, and it takes me back to to come full circle, Travel Scott. You know, no, this this situation could be avoided if someone called out, if someone at the early stage of Travis Scott's career called him out for being a cock at 
at concerts. Mm. Could have been completely avoided. Or maybe even his upbringing. If he got brought up with a more sharing and giving sort of were, personality, this could be avoided I hear, well. I hear there was... I mean, like there hasn't been many definitions yet on how deaths occurred, but... I heard there was someone about with a needle as well. No, the, the, that's... Was that not true? That was a, I think that was a cover-up thing. No one saw anything on one with a needle. Mm. Very possible, and it's topical as well. But uh, uh, people, lots of people... It's... it's there is no, no one will be able to find out. But yeah. it's asphyxiation, getting squished in a crowd. Because all the people... Well, I'm not going to say all people, but lots of people, when they turn up to concerts and stuff, they are, they are just... It's... Concerts and stuff are dopamine hits. Everyone forgets that, and we mm. spoke about that uh, at the uh, uh, in Bath on the Bath podcast. That's going to come out later on. That because we had our first experience of clubbing that week when your Freedom first, Day. Your first experience of clubbing. My first UK experience of clubbing, but it was Freedom Day. Yeah, it was Freedom Day, and that that was that, a gr- that was a great idea. That was a great episode, and that was a great week. And the first and and so the first day that Monday we went to Bar Thirteen. It was packed, boiling hot. And you looked round, and me and Adam were walking back that night, which we didn't want to, but we did. We walked, well, before we go for any further, how far did we walk? That's got to be uh, I don't know. about three to four hours worth 10K of 10k at least. It was 10k. We yeah. spent an hour waiting, trying to get an Uber somewhere mm. uh, midway back. But you have all these people going for a don't We're talking about that, the death, the, the shit side of clubbing. And actually, since then, we've had better... Uh, experiences and then actually the next day we had revelations were revol- revolution mm. in bath and it was brilliant and you'll hear that podcast where we've just come back from that clubbing experience it was brilliant and we're reflecting on stuff anyway to come back you do when you you have you look around the club and you just see people wanting to have a good time hence people nowadays the worst human beings you can think of are now going around needling people because if they can get their pleasure and what they want, however devilish it is, they fuck anyone else and they go headlong into that and that Travis Scott concerts people you have people just wanting to get to the front get as close as they can travis fuck anyone in front of me fuck the 14 year old boy who's gone there to see his hero travis scott that is i can't think of anything more harrowing in my life that that day would have been his that boy's 15 year old boy i think he's one of his best days of his life going to see travis scott and i'd love to know the moment in his mind where he realizes because that could have been his first concert as well, I'd actually assume as well. I was 16 when I was going to yeah, Eminem. Yeah, so I need to go to 15. Imagine that. Imagine you go to Eminem, which is the best day of your life, and then there's a t- bit where it turns, and all of a sudden you're dying, and you're looking around at people to try and have help, cause that, but all these people are say as transfixed as you, think, looking for the best think, day of their that, life. I think there are also people trying to help, though. I don't think it's as zombified as you No, 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 I'm not saying be. that. I, I'm saying there, there are just people like that. And actually, a thing I wanted to say now, I saw on TikTok a guy who was a medic there talking about his experience. And the people on thing did everything they can to help as many people as possible. And you do have people, uh, you do have, um, actually there's videos of people on top of um, on top of the ambulance. Now lots of people are very, in the media, are very quick to brush, tarnish those people exploiting the ambulance to have a good time. No, those people were actually trying to get the attention of Travis to stop the thing. Yeah, well I think people are so inclined to complain, which actually doesn't solve anything, but I think praising those that actually did put in a bit of a shift that time. You know, far more people could have died and stuff like that, but people are such losers, man. They're, they're so, so keen to... Just be so negative about these oh, obviously it's a negative event but like they they just add so much the fire's already started and they just chuck logs on rather than try and put it out and make some sort of difference people are so lazy to actually get involved if, if they truly do care but some people you know like that Simpsons meme old man yells at cloud people just like to do that yeah well and people, people don't know how how easy it is to do good anyway I think we're we're getting a bit. Well, like I said, the rain, like you said, the rain started, and we just bosh into that. What did you, what did you say you wanted to get into? You, right, there's, there's you said when I was when I was talking about you, uh, you wanted to get my opinion on something. You said I talked to you about Lego sets. Should we go back to Lego sets? Lego sets are far more uplifting. You reckon you'll go for Big Ben then? We're probably in the closing stages now, anyway. Oh so yeah, no, a... absolutely. We're coming up to an hour now, and it's nearly. Blimey. You 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 got a date with Sam T. I've got. a... That's the, that's the per- that was the date that was the date you were talking about earlier. Yeah, I was, I was with Sam. Yeah, yeah, you were on a date with Sam T. Sora. Yeah, that's the lo- that was the lucky boy. We were on lots of dates. Um, yeah, gym Sunday for me and Sam go every week. It's brilliant. Got another half marathon coming up as well. It's very exciting. 
that's, yeah, that is, that is really exciting. I will aim to do a marathon next year, ideally. And well, I'll get some RFD vests printed out for well, anyone. I've been forced into this. Tom booked him and Freya a London marathon. No way. And I think I'll be on it as well. London marathon. How did Tom get into London marathon? Like I said, like we spoke about earlier, of opportunities. Lots of people will say how hard something is, and actually it's very easy. Tom just spoke to a charity, and yeah, I was gobsmacked when Tom said he's actually doing it. Mm. And I was well, like, I'm, I'm, and so he said, and he said he's going to run it with Freya. Now, I'm no stippler, but for a marathon, you've got to go for it. But Tom just wants to do it. He has got yeah. bad knees, to be fair. But yeah, and I'm not. I'm, not, I, 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 I'm quite interested at that spot. Tom said he could get me in, but I'm thinking, I want to do a marathon when I'm so build up for it. When we're now we're saying this now, me and me and Sam have decided that ideally, this time next year, November is the Amsterdam Marathon, and we want to do it this time next year. For me, it's I'm just in an eternal state of TBC. The past two years, I've actually been rampant with injuries because right now I've got a bad back. Still bad. I need to go get it checked out. Carrying the podcast game. <laughs> yeah, by not posting at all. By not posting at all. Past year's been mental. Well, it's been it's been nice to hear from people actually asking about it. I didn't. I never really expected that. And I never expected. I'd actually say uh, one of the best days. I, um, some people, uh, a young Ellen, will take the piss out of me, and, and Alice will take the piss out of me, is because I say it's the best day of my life so many times. Because yeah, it is. Mm. You know, I, I'm very. What day? It was when the day after we released our first episode. That was a nice day. Uh, it was just I've never uh, I've felt like a million dollars. The amount of people that just walked up and said, "Listen to your podcast," I really fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was smiling the whole day. Yeah. And yeah, I can see how that can become addicting. Hmm. And how pe- well, I'd I'd have to say this is the best work we've done yet. What we've got coming up. This is this this series this season is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, everything has been pumped up. Uh, even something so simple, say if you want to go back to the New Year's and other, and and uh, and Christmas specials, which we need to put. I need to put a disclaimer on them. Mm. That's what I need to add on to it. Just record a little disclaimer yeah. <laughs> before it, because they're a bit they're a bit in your face. Yeah, and I don't want my employer to see that <laughs> with <laughs> no context. But um, even the. So we went back. To, we're back at the Case of Holmes this this uh, this, ep- this series, and that episode's amazing. It is three hours, by the way. Three hours and a bonus episode as well. If and we a decide, bonus episode. We, we recorded the bonus episode first, and that was very very similar to the New Year's one, and actually yeah. with less drink, but it's still really good. Mm. And then after that, we had three hours of amazing. We can release that in se- segments as I well. I think, yeah. Uh, I'm listening to it currently. I've currently gone through... I've gone... Uh, the second... So the, the first hour and the second hour actually blend beautifully. Mm. Like, we actually... Although we were... Con- especially I was actually really drunk. Mm. We were on great form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the best conversation we've had in the case of farm. And that's what I'm saying. That's been pumped up to me. Mine and your dynamic, even just a, a, two, a two-person podcast, that's got better as well. Well, I'd say our peak in terms of podcasting up until this point were... Not the first episode, but the two or three that came after that. Oh, dynamic! Just we, me and we, you. We went for a three-episode run where we had the bow tie episode, tea cake or death, and then pursuit of happiness came straight after that. And, and it's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like quality-wise, as in quality conversations, because we're still early. We had loads to talk about, and then we kind of went for a phase where we were forcing stuff. Especially me, I like to force things. I like to force conversation, and it just wasn't working. And actually, we stopped doing skits then. You can bring back the skits. I want to bring back the skits. I would like to have a day where I just do skits. But we've got sections coming up. Uh, here's one for you. Here's a little bit of homework for people. I want you to go home. And when you've got a bit of free time, think about your best genre of cake. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I want to hear that actually. I want to hear it. If you want to get in touch with us, if you get in, if you get to this far. But the next one of the podcast in the future, I'm going to disclose the definitive article of the top 10 genres of cake. Good. I think I'd like to end this note on a band I was recently interested in come, coming to Boardmasters. Yep. Go by the name of Gorillas. Fucking brilliant. We've just got to chill for them. And we're actually exactly an hour. We've done well then. I think that's an attractive time loop. I think so. It's good. It's so good.
gonna be alright, everyone. It's gonna be alright. Listen to the Classy Club podcast. My name's Adam. My name's Ben. And you stay classy out there. again you stay classy out there guys you gotta wait for the drop that's the best bit such a good song I love you David Elburn I was so close to touching him I was right at the front we were right at the front you are my wish we did a podcast at Board Masters next year yeah next year 100% when Tally ho.